entertained? Are you not entertained? Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. You're listening to the French Press Podcast, where we discuss events from our lives. Welcome to the French Press Podcast. This is episode 272. That's a lot of episodes. And it's Tuesday, March 12th, 2019. Is this the real episode 272, or are we still catching up from the No, no, this is real 272. Okay. We're we're in now, now. Now, Today on the episode, we're going to talk about something we promised months ago, and that is our personality tests. We're going to finally get to those, do some self-assessing, some self-growth, and you can listen in on how we how we uh, learn about our personalities, ourselves, and we've also got some feedback as well. Uh, there's two different personality systems that we tested ourselves on, the 16 personalities and the DISC program or report. And Layton is an expert in the DISC. Jeff yeah, is an expert. expert in the 16 personalities. That he is. And so both of them will be predicting what the other two people's results are. <laughs> and Woo. then we will be reading our own profiles and then discussing it a mm-hmm. little bit. We have some feedback to get to at first. Uh, it seems that Mitch is upset, and I'm not sure why. I, I know why. Uh, explain it. I, I just saw a Facebook notification pop up, and it said, Does my feedback count for nothing? All caps. Well, he can it, see it actually, that it is does. true. It, it doesn't really count for anything. Yeah. I mean, Your yeah. Words can be read sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know wow. if he's uh, referring to the that we didn't read his comments from a few weeks ago. Right. And I apologize for that. Why? We take great <laughs> care in preparing for the podcast. We do? And it is of our utmost uh, priority. And sometimes... Is this opposite day? <laughs> <laughs> no. Weren't we all late today? I'm we so were all confused. late today. No, today or uh, last week, we just didn't read our comments or our messages on Facebook. So... Apologies, Mitch. We didn't have time for beef, for feedback because we had so much content. Oh, content to the win. brim. To the brim. Yeah. You could say we were winning. <sighs> but I digress. Anyway, we were talking. Uh, I'll read Mitch's comments from a few weeks ago, mm. from the beginning of the month. He said, gentlemen, now that my bitterness has eased slightly since the po- podcast finally has been posted. It was so after we were, went The two-week hiatus. Yep. I just wanted to comment on the phrase, absence makes the heart grow fonder. While it is true absence makes the heart grow fonder, but presence makes it beat like thunder. Hmm. Mm. So you see how regular podcast posting would be great. Also, if you did not enjoy Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, I can only assume you are an uncultured, uncultured Philistine. <laughs> Unable to comprehend the deeper meaning, meanings embedded in the story. Well, I'm not a Philistine, but we are going to Israel. So that's a good segue. Uh, no podcast for two weeks. Oh. Mm. Where are we grounding our fans? <laughs> that is it, young man. No podcast for two weeks. Uh, that is true, though. We are, we'll be going, Leighton and I will be traveling to Israel, and we'll be posting on the social media, so you can definitely check, check in there. And w- when we come back, I'm sure we'll have great uh-huh. stories of our adventures in the, the Holy Lands. The Holy Lands. The Heilige Land. Um, anyway, sorry, Mitch, for not getting to your feedback quicker. Thank you for smashing that Amazon link. He, You know yeah. that he smashed it? Yeah, he, he mentioned it in his, com- his last comment. 
What but was it, it was almost more of a threat. Like he's going to stop smashing the Amazon link. I don't think he buys that much stuff off of Amazon. Anyway, today's episode is probably going to be a little bit shorter because we got the late start. But that doesn't mean we care any less or have prepared any less than normal. Or more than normal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dispersonality. Layton, do you want to yes. get a little... I think, I think we should first go over like why it's good to uh, do personality typing. Like what's the benefit of it? I can think of a couple. I think it, it, for me, it's a the, it gives an explanation of why I don't get along with people. <laughs> no, I'm joking. But oh. I think that is often one thing that is brought out about them is that it will help improve your relationship skills. It does, both in the workplace and just socially. Mm -hmm. It it can, if you're willing to use it. Uh, make note <clears throat> though that just because you take the personality assessment some kind of personality assessment. It doesn't guarantee that your relationships will improve. Mm -hmm. It still takes effort. It isn't like, this isn't somehow like an exception to the fact like uh, you need to be a friend in order to have friends. It doesn't like somehow mitigate that whole thing. You still need to put effort. Personality assessments can teach you how to have better relationships but you won't have those unless you actually put forth the effort right. to apply what you've learned. No, I, I totally agree. And Jeff, you've really been interested in personalities over the past at least year, maybe year and a half. Um, you've read I would some books. say there was a, a spurt for about uh, eight months where I just really got into it. And then I just kind of so, like learned all that I decided I wanted to learn and just, just stopped. Why? Why did you? That kind of what like drew me you? My piano lessons. What drew you into that spurt? Um, well, the idea that people uh, are predictable and you can improve your relationships with people by understanding their uh, motives, by understanding their personality type, was very appealing to me. Um, my personality type um, falls into a category called a diplomatic personality. And so relationships with people are like a huge value to me. And so I saw personality typing as a tool to help myself understand others better. And then um, I think also the, the what I came across then one was um, the aspect of just self-improvement. Um, that, that just really impressed me how you can use your personality typing information to focus on your weak areas and improve yourself. Mm. That's a good way to put it. Let's just jump in because I don't think we can put it better than that. Now, I think that the DISC personality test is maybe a little bit more uh, work-oriented. And, yeah. the, and the, the MBTI types is a little bit more what socially is oriented. MBTI. Uh, Myers-Briggs something something. And that is what the 16 personalities is based yeah. off of? Okay. Yeah. All right. Well... Let's start. Let's start with the disc one because that's the one we took first. Yeah, we all took it. Layton, I think you know this. You know this the best out of the three of us. Yes. So what? Uh, what profile do you think that we have? Okay. Well, or first of all, I'm I'm gonna give like the briefest little summary of how it works. Good. Uh, imagine a circle, and put a put a horizontal line through that circle. All right, and then on top the above the horizontal line represents people that are highly motivated, very or very outgoing, mm -hmm. very expressive. 
And the people below that horizontal line are people that are passive, introverted, quiet, or quieter. Mm -hmm. All right. So now we have a, a horizontal line established and we know one is outgoing. The other one is introverted. Mm -hmm. Then we're going to do a vertical line through that circle now. And the people that are on the right side uh, are are uh, people-oriented. And the people that are on the left side of that vertical line are uh, objective, uh, goal-oriented. Okay. And is there – can someone Google something so they can bring this up on their phone or their – Yeah, if you look up – you're saying the circle, like yeah, the, the diagram? the visual. Yeah, if you look up uh, disc um, character – uh, disc circle. Disc circle. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Google even has a uh, uh, what do they call it? Not an infograph, but a uh, a knowledge graph. I think is what they call it. On the right hand side, where they bring up some oh, little, yeah, the little, special the little, information. Yeah, the little knowledge bar thingy. Interesting. So yeah, if you look up <clears throat> disc circle, you will be able to find it. Yes. All right. So with that being said, now people kind of have a visual. Uh, should I go through the four different personalities, or do you want me to just... Yeah, no, go through them briefly. Okay, okay, so uh, in the top left mm -hmm. quadrant of this circle, you have the D. And the D uh, is very, it's a dominant uh, kind of person, very uh, very goal-oriented, goal <clears throat> but very vocal about it. So they make good leaders, uh, and they like to get stuff done real fast mm -hmm. right now. And then if you go uh, to the right of the D, which would then be on the right side of the vertical line mm -hmm. in the top right quadrant, um, is the eyes. The eyes are the party animals. They're the people that they, they just love to have a good time. They're very social. Uh, they're outgoing, but they're people-oriented. And so they're, they're usually very creative. Mm -hmm. uh, they like to have a party, but they don't like to plan it. Uh, wherever the people are, that's where they are. Uh, and then if you go down below the eyes. Right, right now, pause the podcast and just Google disc circle because visualizing it will help you understand what Leighton is saying. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So if you go down uh, below the eyes, so in the bottom right quadrant of the uh, circle is the S's. The S's are... Uh, very steady, and they just—they're very good at—they're—they're they're people pleasers. They love to to serve, and they love to uh, support a team. They—they they like it when um, they're given a task, and uh, they are given affirmation by um, just saying like by getting uh, good jobs, mostly from the D's. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. The D's are very good at ordering out, ordering around the S's. They are. Uh, okay, and then last but not least is the uh, C's, which is in the bottom left quadrant of the circle. Uh, the C's are very calculated. They are very structured. They like to have things in order, and they love to figure things out. They, uh, they're meticulous. Mm -hmm. They're very... Particular. What you're describing reminds me of the, the, the little guy who just like sits in the corner and is 
his desk is always perfectly organized and he's just like super smart but barely ever talks to anybody. Yes. Yes. He likes to be left alone so that he can figure things out. Uh. It's funny. Listening to this here, I enjoy different people, these different personalities at different places. Socially, I would enjoy a different personality, mm-hmm. but at work, yeah. a different one. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to work with these certain people <clears throat> for sure. You love hanging out with them, but you don't want to work with them. No. Yeah. And vice versa. Right. So I'm going to go through. I'm going to describe Ruben first. Okay. Now, most often, you're at least a combination of these two. Mm -hmm. You usually have a more dominant one, a more dominant... um, Character. Character, yeah. A more dominant letter. And then you have a complementary letter. Some people are three, but... Mm-hmm. That's if you have like a very dominant one and then two complementary uh, characteristics that are very close. Mm-hmm. So with Ruben... Oh, hold on, Lightning. Oh, I'm looking at this circle. And is it possible for the caddy corner um, letters to be... Do you have both of the the caddy corner ones? Yeah, it is possible to have caddy corner. But, but uncommon, the way it looks from this circle? It is uncommon. Okay. But possible. All right. Definitely possible. Mm-hmm. Um. So I, the last time that I took the personality test, I was actually a, a uh, S-I-C. Holy mm-hmm. I know you could be three. You can be three. Uh, the C was just enough to sneak in and like kind <coughs> of make a difference. Cast a little shadow. It was, it was, I rated high enough in the C that they decided it's worth plotting. Like it's worth labeling me that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have very low D. I am not very goal-oriented, uh, at least in an outgoing way. Uh, well, I am people-oriented. Yes. Um, so I, I do enjoy serving. My time at Hillcrest uh, definitely shows that I, yeah, I, I definitely can serve and I enjoy um, helping people. So I, I definitely see the S in me. I am also very uh, people-oriented and outgoing so i could definitely see the i in me mm-hmm. um the c i i think I, that's only developed in the last couple of years like in since i've gotten married or maybe a year or two before that but the c has been developing I've, i'm realizing that i need to be calculated and i do need mm-hmm. to be particular mm-hmm. um, are you is that sort of the point that you try to develop these other areas in your life and, and what you are, what you're strong at in those two or maybe three, you try to work at the other ones to get a little bit more of a presence. I, I, I think the point in my mind is more like that you, instead of, instead of trying to like increase your amount in the other ones, just be mindful of how you respond in those situations that demand that mm. and look at your weak points Mm. Look, what's my what's the hardest thing for me to do, and just work on that specific thing. Mm. Exactly, that's a that's a good point. I would, I, yeah, I wouldn't say like, like because I'm low in the D quadrant, I I don't sit here and think, oh man, I need to I need to work on that. No, I, not necessarily. I actually I think it's better to look at your weaknesses, and and the DIS program has a great definition for what a weakness is. Your weakness is actually a strength. It is a 
strength in the personality that you have when it's out of control, when your strength is out of control. So for mm -hmm. instance, uh, the weakness of a D is that he can be pushy. He can come across uh, short and rude and, and very demanding. Mm -hmm. and, and so he needs to be mindful of that. Uh, the eyes can be perceived as being too talkative and just kind of like talking, talking, talking and not getting anything done. Uh, the S's, uh, they can be perceived as weak because they enjoy serving. And they, they do have a chance of being taken advantage of. Um, and then the C's can be perceived as being too critical, too picky, uh, and too, um, I don't know, uh, I don't know how to put it into words, but willing to shut people off, mm -hmm. shut people down, and just kind of push them away <clears throat> kind of thing. All right, so uh, I'm going to do an assessment of, of Ruben, what I think he is. I think that Ruben is a definitely, I, I'd say his most dominant uh, character is a C. And then a, oof, I'm going to say a D as a, as a complimentary, a CD. I'm going to say, yeah, I'll just go with that. That's probably what, what I would have said too. However, it, it's flip, it's DC. Oh. But if you look at the circle, they're right beside each other. They are. They are. Um, all right. Fair enough. I think that's a good assessment. Jeff, I'm going to guess you are a... Hold on. Before you, I, I'm, I'm trying to figure this out, too. Jeff is a, is a strange cookie. And I can't quite... I'm trying to figure, <laughs> well, figure out where, circles. where he fits, fits in here. I would say he's a C. Uh, Definitely a, a C. Because most dominant. Yeah. I mean... The nerd qualities are there, so it has to be a C. Dominant C, and then I think an S. An S. Yep. Yeah. CS. CS Lewis. CS Jeff. CS. CSS. Siesta. I am actually an SI. What? Whoa. And C is my lowest one. No. Whoa, Jeff. Jeff, you're an engineer. You this flunked. is what it says. You flunked. C is 26% on my one. And 38% on the other one. I don't know what the difference is, but... I don't either. Why are you... Okay, you're per, you're not perceived what I perceive you. Let me put it that way. I don't know how everyone perceives you. I don't perceive you as a, a high I person. But I know that you enjoy relationships and you enjoy yeah. doing things. And I don't know why I didn't don't perceive you that way. Well, I think maybe my other... I don't know. I actually don't know. <laughs> um, uh, but but according to the, the other personality typing standards, I am considered one of the most introverted of the extroverted groups, of the extroverted oh, group of people. Sense. So, like, that would explain why, in my mind, that explains why, you know, maybe I, I do really care about relationships with people, but I'm not as vocal about them because I'm a little bit more introverted as far as that goes. Mm. So how does – you said an S.I., and then a little bit of a C. Mm -hmm. Or a C is your, your least. C's, yeah, it's S-I-D wow. and then C. And and in the basic style, the D and C are exactly the same. Okay. But Jeff, you, uh, you're you smart. Not that people who aren't C's aren't necessarily smart. But you uh, are an engineer. Mm -hmm. You enjoy programming, robotics. How do you how do you stay detailed enough if you don't even have the personality of a detailed person? I know. Um 
I don't know. I think I'm, I I don't consider myself to be a super organized person. Um, I don't either. I can think something like through very well, and I I am annoyed when I am working in a very like like spending a lot of time in a cluttered environment. But but when you know if I I don't know my room is a mess and I don't care like so take yeah. it take it as you will mm. I don't know mm. well I'm, I was I'm, not, I'm not 100% baffled. sure that I really agree with this either okay but like I would have put my C a little bit higher as well um but yeah I didn't know that it gave all four scores is that on a one of these pages well on the last page of mine it had a it had a, a, a double a two charts there and the one chart represented what you are, how you perceive yourself. Um, and the other one. Was so the one is environmental and basic. Uh, basic is what makes you the most comfortable, and then environmental is how you respond in your environment. Uh, That's what it says. Wait, wait, wait. The, the environment. How you respond in your environment? Because <coughs> in the environment one, I'm actually a DI. Oh. But I wonder sense. if that's not the that environment. That actually makes sense. I want, does it? That's the environment that I thrive, would thrive this in. This is you on the podcast, on the podcast. Yeah, when you're in front of people and there's like, there's pressure. Also kind of like, how does it work? Like, you, know, you have pressure to get things Which done. actually is a, is a really good thing. D is a very good trait to have at, in a workplace. Absolutely. Um, and I don't, I'm not very strong in that. And it actually makes it difficult for me to be, you know, to, to take leadership in some situations. Mm. Me as well. All right, Jeff. Assess yeah. my character. So uh, the other personality test, this is probably one of the most uh, popular ones out there. As long as long with the DISC test comes the, um, the MBTI test or the 16 personalities or whatever you want to call it. And basically they assign a... Um, character almost. A four-letter score... <clears throat> or a four-letter um, description of your character. Um, and so... Well, then what about the little dash? There's a dash at the end, and I'll explain that too. So oh, so first of all, the first letter is either an E or an I, and that is either extroverted or introverted. Oh, okay. So, you know, if you're an extroverted people person, if you thrive off of extroverted people, extroverted people, extroverted like people. need energy from other people they need to be around other people in order to get energized mm. and introverted people don't and it's not doesn't mean that introverted people are not social or can't be great conversationalists or don't enjoy being around people but they don't need people around them like extroverted people do Makes sense. if extroverted people are stuck by themselves working by themselves or um, just by themselves for a long time then they get burned they, out. Yeah, they just get burned out and tired and, and um but unmotivated. So as I go through something to think about, as I go through and explain these things, every person does a little bit of everything. So even extroverted people need time to introvert. They need to spend time introverting. Um and at that some is, point or other. That is an interesting definition of the introvert and the ex- extrovert. Mm-hmm. It, maybe it's a little bit different than the one that from the angle that the disc program is yeah, coming I from. Agree. Mm-hmm. But okay. Well, I like it because because it it that explanation allows for introverted people to be very social, mm-hmm. um, but they just don't need it. Anyways, uh, and then the next letter is either an N or an S. 
Um, and that is your uh, that that is um, S is for sensing, observant, and N is for intuitive. And sensing, observant people um, just gather a lot of information from the world around them. They they look at the world and analyze what they see. Um, they they are very good at noticing details. They're very good at um, organizing things. They like they like organizing things. They like keeping records of whatever. I personally am an N, which is introverted, or sorry, intuitive. And intuitive people don't look as much at what they see, but they look at the possibilities or implications of what they see. And so they're very good at making predictions. They're very good at um, analyzing the um, maybe the motives for somebody's actions, or they, they just make those connections really quickly. And they're looking outward. They're always looking outward. Um, and, and making connections with the different things that they see. Um, <clears throat> so then uh, the next one is either a T or an F. And T is for thinking and F is for feeling. And this is your um, judging function. So this is how what you use to make your decisions in the mm. world. Do you make it based on feelings or on logic, basically? Um, so, so F people are very, um, very in tune with how their decisions will affect other people, especially. Um, and, and they're very, um, they're very careful about, you know, offending other people. Um, whereas T people are very logical and they're like, well, you know, even if this isn't very fun to do, we have to do it this way because it's just the right thing to do. It's the logical thing to do. And they, they make decisions based on logic and sense. And then F people make decisions based on on feelings, on how they, how they, how much they'll like something, or how much somebody else will like something. Hmm. Um, this is good, Jeff. I'm actually learning things about myself and uh, yeah. some of the people that I'm close to. Mm-hmm. Ah. Um, a, a weakness of feeling people is that they tend to be people pleasers, um, and then a weakness of uh, thinking people is that they can be offensive to other people. Um, and that's that is from a feeler's perspective. I'm a feeler. So ah, you're a feeler. Now, um, the next one is either a J or a P, and J is for judging, and P is for prospecting. Um, and this is um, your method that you use for um, planning and decision making, and how much you care about your plans being organized. That's the best. It's, it's very difficult to describe, but that's the best description I can come up with. So a J person, if he has his day all planned out, and he'll have backup plans for his plans. And then if something goes wrong, it just really bothers him that something goes wrong because it was not planned for. A P person just kind of goes with the flow, mm. doesn't care. You know, a P people are very, um, very into trying new things, mm. um, whereas... Uh, J people are just like, no, this is, I know this is what I like. And so this is what I'm going to do, or I know this will work the best. And so, um, yeah, something that's, that's hard for J people to do is to try new things. They'll, they'll often sometimes, often sometimes they will sometimes, you know, do something the hard way just because they know it works. And then this P person over here, this perceiving, per, or, um, prospecting, prospecting. Yeah. person over here might say, well, if you do it this way, it'll actually be faster. But 
I'm not quite sure if it'll work, but you should try it because it might be faster. And, and the J person is just like, well, I know this works. And so I'm just going to do that anyways. Right. And then the last one is the um, overall identity, personal identity. So um, the it's either a A or a T, and it, it stands for affirmative and turbulent. I'm trying to pull up what I found here earlier. Uh, affirmative or assertive? Sorry, assertive. You're right. Assertive or turbulent. So assertive people are extremely confident about their decisions and are just relaxed, and they feel good about themselves and maybe sometimes appear a little bit cocky too. Um, turbulent people are more self-conscious. Um, they're concerned about how other people look at them and they're, they're concerned about doing the right thing. So, um, and anyways, so my personality is a ENFP-T. Hmm. Um, so I'm an extrovert who who is very intuitive, who makes judgments based on feelings, and then P, uh, prospecting. So if something new comes up, I'm, I'm very willing to just drop what I'm doing and jump onto something else. It's like changing my plans do not bother me at all. I can see that. And then uh, my identity is a T, and I'm, I'm um, very conscious of how what I do um, affects other people, and I make more decisions based on affecting other people. And that goes along with the F a little bit, I think too. So because yeah, you mentioned that with, oh, hold on. What was the, yeah, the feeling one. Okay. That's how you judge. So, and something, right? something along this that goes with this too, the, the whole judging prospecting thing, yeah. um, that determines which of your either, uh, which of your functions you're extroverting the most. So a prospecting person will extrovert his sensory function, which is the intuiting or observing, mm. whereas a judging person will extrovert his, uh, his, his nature, his thinking or feeling. Okay. So judging people are very, are way more concerned about what they're doing than what they're seeing. And so okay. that's what, that's, that's why it's really easy for prospecting people to try something <clears throat> new is because they love the experience or, or seeing something new or doing something new. They just love, and they don't care as much about how this affects them or other people. Like they, they, they would rather do something different than, than um, get something done. I see. One thing f for sure, these programs or completing these tests means nothing unless you have an explanation of what they mean. Right. right. And I pretty much took them with a very, I knew, a little bit about the disc profile, and I had a, a, a basic understanding of it. Uh, actually, more than just a basic. I, I had a, a general understanding of it, mm -hmm. but I had a very, very basic understanding of the 16 personalities. And having, I had no. Having you go through it, I, I see myself, and this is this is pretty accurate, you see, I think. You see yourself as pretty accurate. Yeah. Um, Definitely, the 16 personalities is funner to take because you get a, a character yeah. uh, and a graphic. <laughs> they give you a little it, guy at the end. It's a little, yeah. bit, a little bit prettier than the disc mm -hmm. profile, although I think the disc profile is really easy to remember. Yeah. It's easy and, to and understand. To ask, and it's easier to understand, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So, Jeff, what do you think we are? Um, so, Ruben, I think that you are an... Um, and go slow, because I'm just I'm following here's, down here's here. What I'm, here's what I'm going to guess. Oh, dear. And I'm probably way off on this, but uh, I am guessing that you are an... Uh, da, da, da. 
en i no en i n t p how close was i uh i am an i n f j okay i was just But like way off here's where people i don't think <laughs> people really uh get me the one about nature feeling versus thinking mm-hmm. and to be fair these first three are within 55 and 45%. So they're okay. they're pretty get, at the end the judging and the tactic or the sorry the tactics and identity mm-hmm. it's much more one way or the other. Yeah. But I really I do think a lot about how my uh actions affect other people. Mm-hmm. You do? I so, do. So you that would make you an what? FJ? You said you I know, said I know. That it, just blows my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really surprised. <laughs> I would be really honest. <laughs> People always say that. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, but then, as far as the uh, the identity, it, it is it is much more assertive and mm-hmm. and a much more judging yeah. than yeah. Uh, prospecting. Yeah, I I don't know why I didn't say judging because I knew you were a judging type. But yeah, anyways, I could tell that. Um, <laughs> the, there, there's a little there's a little like a, a booklet that or a, a an article that comes with your personality profile that is just super interesting, mm-hmm. um, and it gives you some basic. Um, what's the name uh, of your character, Ruben? Yeah, what's the name of your uh, character? The diplomat. The diplomat. Oh, okay. Anyways, okay. keep going about your. Um, so, anyways, <laughs> it's just really interesting. Is incredibly descriptive of your personality. And Layton, I am going to guess you, as an an ISTP. Really? Is that your final answer? Yeah. Uh, you're you're right on everything except for the uh, I have an E. I'm an ESTP. Instead you're of an, an ESTP. ISTP. Okay. Well, well done, well done. Uh, can you guess what my dash is? Uh, T. You're correct. Mm. We're kind of similar. Yeah. We're both turbulent. Mm-hmm. At least at the end. <laughs> uh, like like I don't know how you guys' graphs look, but I'll show you my graph here. And my personality is like incredibly strong. Uh, yeah, you pull up that graph. It comes up at the end of your test. I just screenshotted oh, it when I took it. I should have done that. And in anyways, the email that they sent you, you can get a link and and you can get back to that profile page and see the graph. So so here is the way to use this personality type to find your greatest weakness. So if you are a P type, then you're going to be extroverting your either your intuitiveness or observance okay so like me i'm a p type and my, i'm an intuitive person that means that that is my strongest my strongest trait is being intuitive and so that also means that my weakest trait is going to be being observant and it shows up a lot i see that a lot of myself <clears throat> so something that i hate to do that observant people just thrive on somehow i don't even understand is uh, bookkeeping. Like, I hate sitting down and working on my budget because it's just, it's very unrewarding for me. And I do it out of necessity because I know that it needs to be done, but I just it, just, it just drives me nuts. And I love having something that's just simple and easy to work with, and, and I'll do everything I can to, to make something work with the least amount of personal effort. <clears throat> Layton's raising his hand. I agree with everything that was just said. 
Thank you, Jeff. Which is interesting because you're an S type. I am. I am. I am an S T P S P an ESPM. ESPM. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I, I forget what my <clears throat> an ESTP. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> so you are Ruben. You're you're a J, an FJ. FJ. Yeah. So so the judging personality types, the J types, will extrovert their thinking or feeling. So <clears throat> that means that you're you're uh, you're extroverting your feelings. So that's actually your highest function. Your, your, your highest priority, yeah. the most defining characteristic. Um, a great way to describe that is if you ask somebody to describe themselves, they will describe inadvertently, they will describe one of these either intuitive, observant, thinking, or feeling. They will describe one of those four things. Okay. And whatever they usually describe themselves as lines up with whatever. So if, they were, if they're an observant person, then they will be a, a uh, SP. Okay. Or if they describe themselves as a, as a deep thinker, like a logical person, then they will be a, a JT person or TJ person. So, like, that's the most apparent function, okay. Okay. basically. Um, <clears throat> so then your your weakest point would be something to do with thinking, uh, thinking like like logically, you know, analyzing things or whatever. Um, there's there's really great resources online to find this, and even. The 16 personalities little uh, article about your personality has some of that and, and how to deal with other people too. So would the ideal personality be uh, right in the, you know, like at 50% down the line? Um, I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. This is this is me uh, being a strong intuitive. Um, I love variety. Oh, yeah. And I will always try a new food if I have the opportunity, even if it looks really gross, like crickets. I will try it. Well, we had cricket flour at yeah. one point, didn't we? We had actual crickets. We had oh, yeah, actual we crickets. Also, yeah, we yeah. ate the cricket. Yeah, and even though I like... like <laughs> we had cricket cookies as well. Then. They're just like yeah. super gross. I still yeah. had to eat one. I just, I knew I had to yeah. because I knew I had to know how it tasted. Um, and so being that kind of person, I just love variety. And so if everybody was closer to the middle of the line, they would have a lot more of each trait and there wouldn't be as much variety in people. That's my argument for people I being strong the one way or the other. Before we get it goes too late, we need to we need to uh, give an assessment on the coffee. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Thank you, Layton. Good I, point. I think this coffee is a uh E S P T kind of coffee. <laughs> no, it's I it's really good coffee. Smooth. It's not bitter. Not muddy. Yeah, it's it's actually surprisingly clean for French press coffee. Like usually, yeah. it's got a little bit of grounds in it or whatever I had you want to call it. Really bad coffee uh, at home the other day. We got some kind of uh, in a predicament. Didn't have coffee, so we ran to the CVS or Walgreens and got some coffee, and it was cheap coffee. And uh, when we were drinking it, it was just bad coffee, and mm-hmm. my. Carmen, we were talking about it. I said, you know what? This coffee makes me feel like I'm sitting in a in a cheap motel. <laughs> and I think I told Marcus from Main Street Roasters that that would be a great marketing tool for them to Ooh. use. Like, where does this t- coffee take you? Does it take you to a mountain cabin, or does it take you to a grungy gas station? Mm. What then, do you think uh, of when you do, drink this coffee? What, what would you? What would you? If you had to put a hashtag on that. What would you 
use the hashtag like for that like that, that segment question. or that yeah that okay so the question is where does coffee take you so, i think the hashtag would be coffee takes you coffee takes or you or coffee takes me i think it would be hashtag coffee destination coffee destination it's shorter i like that it's just two words hashtag cd <laughs> which is uh calculated and do- dominant in the uh, disc personality. <laughs> but this coffee, this coffee takes me. Where does it take you? Yeah, yeah. where does it take? We should we CD. should do that. We should do that instead of like trying to guess where it's from. We should just say where does it take you. Ooh. Because that that's that's a good that's a good place. And a lot of that would be like personal uh, experiences, you know. This but. coffee takes me to Canada at Stormer Lake on an early morning, right before we go out fishing. That's where this coffee hmm. takes me. Before or after. You started the forest on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely before. Oh, okay. <laughs> this coffee takes me to a basement. <laughs> All right, you're no fun. At my parents' house. <laughs> Jeff, anything from you? <laughs> Come on, this is, good, this is good coffee. No, it is. Um, I enjoy this basement. What are you trying to say, Ruben? This, this coffee, I imagine myself drinking it in um, in in a ski lodge, but in the mm. lobby of the ski lodge, looking out at the, at the snow and watching people ski and just sitting there and enjoying the warmth yeah. of the indoors. Mm. That sounds way more fun than being out in the snow. I amen. <laughs> All right, we gotta wrap it up. This was fun. I had fun. Oh, Hopefully, listeners did too. But we didn't say what kind it is. Ooh, uh, this it's, is it's, uh, definitely uh, single origin coffee, and uh, probably from Central America. This is McCafe. No way. Colombian coffee, medium dark roast. I am shocked how good it is. Mm-hmm. McDonald's has some pretty impressive coffee. This I, is I way better than getting coffee out of their drive-through, though. That mm-hmm. coffee is not as good as this French press. Well, I would maybe guess. it's just the way it's prepared. Yeah, their their coffee maker probably burns. Through. Yeah, probably. Wow. But anyways, yeah, I I've, I've actually always been impressed with with McDonald's coffee. Um, I know, but you're an alum, so your vote doesn't count. <sighs> no, it doesn't. Like like it's not the top of my charts, but it's definitely a very drinkable coffee. It's good. I would give this an eight. Yeah. This is good coffee. I'll give yeah. it a, a solid 7.5. All right, Layton, what's the point? The point is, Ruben, Mitch is mad. Point number two. Hashtag mad Mitch. Mad Mitch. Uh, point number two. Ruben actually considers how his decisions will affect others. <laughs> That's probably the biggest surprise of I, this whole I agree. Podcast. I agree, right. actually. Out of all the people that know me, I'm just curious what if that's really their perception. I, I Okay. Well, it depends and I'm, not a, I'm not offended if it is because part of me feels like <laughs> you don't care. choices should be made that are right regardless well, of how they make people feel. Here's, here's a plug. Here's a plug. I think your personality does change a little bit depending on your environment, especially the MBTI. So, like, at work, I'm a much stronger J than I am outside of work mm-hmm. like i know things have to get done and I, i'm motivated to get it done and i think that's probably where you're at too yeah i can definitely yes that makes sense any other points oh uh, i i have two more uh point number three jeff likes variety uh point number four coffee takes ruben to places <laughs> and what's our word of the week oh 
word of the week is... Character? 